Walk on Water Boys podcast is presented by the Palmetto Amateur Gaming Association. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast, and follow us on Twitter at Walk on Water Boys. To the season two premiere episode of the Walk On Water Boys podcast, episode 35, uh, for you listeners that like to keep count. Uh, I am Clint and joined once again in season two by my fellow DCP, Austin. Austin, how you doing? Haven't spoken to you since the last time we recorded. Uh, <laughs> how things, how have things been going for you? Hey man, they're going well. Nice to see you. You look a little long in the tooth there. It's been a while since we've spoken. Yeah, it's been a little while. Been a little yeah. while. Been a little while, but obviously we're both excited to be back. Just the two of us. Just, Just the, two, the of us. two of us. So a lot of meetings. Are you going to sing that out for us? <laughs> no, I'll pass on that. Yeah. Uh, a lot of meetings with the higher ups uh, in, in the off season. Um, with the Walk on Water Boys podcast and PEGA, the Palmetto Amateur Gaming Association, who obviously brings you the Walk on Water Boys podcast. Uh, decision was made to uh, for Addison not to return this season. Uh, Addison will not be back. For those of you that listened to season one, we had three hosts. Uh, we're now down to two. Uh, and we also are without an intern going into this season. Uh, the intern had a roller coaster ride, I would say at best, uh, uh, last season, uh, you know, showed a lot of promise. We gave him the opportunity to come on air. Really. I think that shook him. He never recovered from that. It seemed. And, uh, so this, he has moved on, uh, to, uh, to other things. <laughs> and, uh, and so no intern going to this season, we brought up, I just mentioned Pega Palmer amateur gaming association. For those of you who, Followed along on YouTube. Uh, they brought you some Call of Duty uh, content there for a little while. Uh, went through a restructuring process with the YouTube channel there. And I think they still have some, some good ideas here upcoming uh, soon uh, with some release of some new sport games um, that I know Austin and I are excited about. Uh, so let's, let's go ahead, Austin, and jump into the episode uh, we're going to call this segment the Since You've Been Gone segment. Since you've been gone. <laughs> also, uh, or the Kelly Clarkson segment, whichever whichever one you prefer. Um, we obviously have to start. So basically just going to talk about what has happened in the sports world, entertainment world, since we've been gone here at the Walk on Water Boys podcast. We have to mention uh, one of the coaches we love to discuss here on the podcast Mike Leach, unfortunately, passing away at age 61, uh, December 12th, 2022. Uh, so not too long after our last episode of season one. Uh, obviously, uh, former head coach of Texas Tech, Washington State, and he was the current head coach at Mississippi State at the time of his passing. Career record of 158 and 107, 21 seasons 
as a head coach. And obviously, he was very entertaining, very entertaining uh, in interviews, press conferences. But his mark on the college football world is known as the air raid offense. That's what he brought to college football. And college football Hall of Famer, guaranteed. Uh, Obviously, never won the national championship. Um, but just what he did with that air raid offense. And if you look at his coaching tree, which we'll actually touch on some of those coaches here later on in the episode, what he did with that air raid offense was just, it changed the game. Just high powered air out the ball. Absolutely amazing coach. Amazing person. Somebody didn't play football. Wasn't around football as a kid. Yep. Uh, Went to, I think it went to Brigham. Brigham Young graduated and yeah, he just a non football life that turned into one of the greatest coaches, one of the greatest personalities in college football. Oh yeah. Exactly. Certainly will be missed by, by everyone in and around the sport. Just one of our favorite guys, obviously. Absolutely. Absolutely. So obviously some other big games that happened in uh, the sports world, College football had their national champion, Georgia, destroy TCU in the national championship game, winning back-to-back national championships, 65-7. to seven. Uh, The Super Bowl NFL, the Chiefs got the victory, 38-35 to 35 over the Eagles. Kind of interesting there with Andy Reid getting another Super Bowl over his former team uh, with the Eagles there. Uh, back to college football, Texas, Oklahoma to the SEC 2024 to the Big Ten, UCLA, and USC 2024 as well uh, with those teams joining that conference. Uh, Bowl games, obviously, Clemson, South Carolina, a lot of discussion with them here on the podcast. Clemson lost their bowl game, the Orange Bowl, 31-14 to to Tennessee. South Carolina, Austin's Gamecocks losing to Austin's Fighting Irish in the (laughs) Gator Bowl, uh, 45-38, to and what was actually a Pretty entertaining game. I mean, I, th- I thought it was an entertaining. Didn't get to watch too much of it because it was pretty much leading right into the Orange Bowl. Um, but entertaining game nonetheless. Uh, so I don't know how Austin really felt after that one was over. <laughs> but, we'll get uh, into it. We'll yeah, get we'll into get it. into it. Uh, last thing here, National Signing Day has come and gone. Uh, Bama, Georgia, Texas, Oklahoma, and Ohio State, your top five classes according to 247, Clemson, at 11 and South Carolina at number 16. So Austin just kind of wanted to run through those. Uh, feel free to discuss uh, any of those that you really want to talk about. Yeah. I mean, we'll start off with the, the, the two biggest games for everybody, the Super Bowl and the national championship. I don't have much to say about the national championship. I don't think many people I do. Yeah, I don't think there's much to say about that one. Uh, I mean, Stetson Bennett, it came out. You know what a swinging, and <laughs> I mean eighteen for twenty five over three hundred yards, four touchdowns. That's in three quarters. Yeah. I think he came out like you know twelve or eleven minutes left in the fourth quarter to a standing ovation. I mean, yeah. you had offensive linemen on the sideline eating chicken wings at the end of the game <laughs> for Georgia. It was yeah. just an absolute shellacking. Yeah, as, it was pretty. As, it was pretty as, our, as our former co-host Addison would say, yeah, it was a yeah. shellacking. It was a shellacking. Yeah, it, it was pretty evident right there in the first quarter. Is like uh, TCU doesn't have the athletes. Outmanned, I mean, outcoached, <laughs> I mean, yeah. out yeah. everything. Yeah, I don't even uh, know if you can say outcoached. I mean, it was literally well, <laughs> we're ten times better than you. 
talent wise. Yeah, it was just insane. <laughs> it was insane. I thought it would be late second quarter, early third quarter. Yeah. Right. Where where you surely saw the difference. Yeah. But man, play it one. It just domination. Yeah, it was immediate. Uh yeah, uh, but the Super Bowl, uh the Chiefs Super Bowl was better. It was very entertaining. Obviously, it came tat. down to a questionable call. Yeah. Um, but the Chiefs do get the Super Bowl. I was leaning towards the Chiefs just because I like Patrick Mahomes. Uh, and you know, and I think he's he's ready to take and maybe obviously you're not going to sit here and say he's going to win as many Super Bowls as Tom Brady, but I think he's that next one in line to really uh, to carry the league as being that top quarterback. We've talked about Josh Allen. We've talked about Joe Burrow here on the podcast, um, but I mean, Patrick Mahomes, that's two Super Bowls for him. He's still young. Andy Reid's not going anywhere. I, I think they're, they're going to have a shot at some more here. I, uh, I was going for the Eagles. I um I mean I like Patrick Mahomes. I can't get out of my head now. I saw a, a video on the internet of his voice matched up with uh, Kenny Powers, and they <laughs> sound nearly identical. Oh wow, <laughs> it's it's pretty crazy. Pat uh, Patrick Mahomes was talking about the you know the after party of the Super Bowl. He was talking about, you know, DJ Khaled came through, this and that, <laughs> and there's a mashup of Kenny Powers. We had Spoon Man from Soundgarden. I had Spoon macaroni and cheeses, all the fixings. <laughs> yeah, they, they sound just alike. It was hilarious. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. it, it was a good game. It was tip for tat. Uh, I love seeing the Kelsey brothers in there. I'm a yeah. big Andy Reid fan. Yeah, who's as, not? As, if you don't like yeah, Andy exactly. Reid, don't listen to our oh, podcast. Man. I mean, you that's know. how I feel. But Jay, how about Jalen Hurts? I mean, yeah. he had a heck of a game. Uh, 27, 30 for 38, over 300 yards, one touchdown in the air, and then the three rushing touchdowns. Yeah, it wasn't his fault they lost the game. No, no. <laughs> it, was, it was a good game. It was it was so much better than the national championship, so that was nice to get yeah, that last touch of, of real football. I mean, I know we got, we got the, the XFL other. XFL and USFL. And... USFL or whatever it's called going on right now. I haven't been able to watch that yet. No. I want to try to. I will try to put it on this Saturday and, and see, but um, it, it was a good Super Bowl. Uh, I did see that this week the sod father, right? Do you see this, George mm-hmm. George Toma? So he's the guy who's been in charge of the of the field maintenance for every Super Bowl. Oh, okay. So he came out and just ripped the NFL this week, oh, talking wow. about the whoever was doing it this time, overwatered it, understanded it. They uh water <laughs> excuse me, they water the field and then roll it into the stadium immediately, don't let it hit the sun, throw tarps on it for rehearsal for the um halftime show. Mm-hmm. It smells like it's rotten. I mean, this 92-year-old man just lays into the NFL. So I wonder how quick he noticed guys. that on the TV. Like as soon as they turned, they well, showed. I think the field, he was he... still involved with it somehow. Oh, okay. He just. Wanted... Uh, I'm not positive. I, you know, I they forced into it. retirement at age 92. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's 92. You know, but I mean, but you saw it on the game. Everybody saw it, right? Oh, there yeah. were there was multiple, multiple. Oh yeah. Uh, trips and falls. I mean, even the kickers couldn't get good footing. So that was yeah. They that were was talking about that a see. lot right there for that final kick. You know, yeah, it was a close kick. It wasn't a long distance, but they were worried about the footing of the kicker uh, getting that that kickoff. Uh, well, we, we mentioned, um, obviously with the future of Pega, uh, I was excited to see, we obviously know the new college football game due to be released next year. So just in time for that Texas, Oklahoma, 
USC UCLA moves to the SEC and Big Ten. So that'll be uh, that'll be cool for the the new college football video game. Uh, so now we're going to talk a little bit about a little bit on the Gamecocks, a little bit on Clemson here, mainly on obviously the biggest news for those two programs uh, since we've been gone is the the new offensive coordinators. Uh, South Carolina's offense coordinator, Marcus Satterfield, moving on to Nebraska. Uh, Wish South, him all the best. Yeah, South Carolina brings on Dow Loggins. Did I say that right? Dow Loggins. That's right. Dow Loggins. Dow, also Dow Loggins. also a, a, a Patton Oswalt impersonator. <laughs> Very similar. They look exactly alike. Yeah, they do. They uh, do. And I think Dow Loggins is like five foot nine. He yeah he doesn't uh, look he's that a tall. tiny little fellow, but look uh, that tall. Uh, although I'm five nine, that's average American height. Just so you oh, know. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but then Clemson, uh, obviously, I mentioned it a lot during the last season that I felt it was maybe time to move on. Nobody knew if Debo Sooney would be willing to make that move. Well, he made the move and he got the biggest name out there with Garrett Riley from the aforementioned TCU. Uh, didn't have that good of a performance in the national championship game. Uh, but we'll talk a little bit more about uh, his success uh, at the schools that he's been that he's been to. But also, I want to turn to you right now, Dow Loggins. What do you think? Or are you excited about the hire? What's your thoughts on that hire? Yeah, I, uh, I like like many people out there, unfamiliar with the guy until mm-hmm. the the announcement. Right? We heard rumors about it leading up to the announcement, so I took time to look him up. You know, 15-year NFL veteran. He's coached, uh, was tight or a quarterback's coach, and then he was the OC for uh, Chicago, the Jets, Miami, Cleveland Browns. Not a very impressive bunch of offenses. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think at one time the uh, ESPN writers ranked him dead last in NFL play callers. Hmm. All that being said, I can't find any person to say a negative thing about him no right you see connor shaw praising him connor shaw who spent time with him in cleveland and chicago Mm -hmm. he coached jay cutler jay cutler praises this guy uh he coached under bill parcells under kyle shanahan under sean payton so he's got an impressive lineage of of coaches that he's been under i mean you don't last 15 years in the nfl if you're not doing something right right if you don't have the tools to be there you're going to get found out pretty quickly now granted he's with these team one and two year stretches at a time as an oc but uh, those those teams also went through head coaches changes which shakes up everything right you can't you can't look at that and and say much right anytime you get a new head coach you're gonna pretty much bring in a new oc right uh i'm not Against the hire, I'm glad we moved away from Marcus Satterfield. I said it last year. I think four games in, I said, I think this will be the last season. I don't want to see it happen during the season. I never like to see that. But I think he needed to part ways with Carolina. He chose to go to Nebraska. All the best to him. I I like Dow Logan's press conference. Uh, You know, he, he came in, said we need to evaluate these players. I haven't seen them in person other than the couple Arkansas games, right? But I liked what he had to say. Uh, Space and pace, multiple touches for, uh, you know, key playmakers. And and I really liked, he said, you have a a good offense by putting pressure on the defense. Mm -hmm. 
right? Attack the defense. How are you going to do that? RPOs, play actions, play with tempo. I liked hearing that. Obviously, we got Spencer Rattler coming back. You got a good core of wide receivers coming back. And I know we'll get into to all the, the pieces that fit this puzzle later on in into episodes, so I'm not going to go into, into personnel too much. Uh, other than you're losing uh, Marshawn Lloyd, but the production from Marshawn Lloyd wasn't there last year, obviously with injuries and just not performing uh, due to those injuries and, and everything else. The potential was there, and I hate to see that leave. But you're also getting in a very underrated guy in Mario Anderson Jr. out of Newberry, who holds multiple D2 records now. Uh, this kid runs a 4-4-9-40, and I really think he's going to really come in and make an impact day one for the running back game. So uh, I'm excited to see it. I don't have much to say about the guy. We'll see how it goes. I don't have anything negative to say. I don't have anything positive to say other than players. Alshon Jeffrey praises this guy, right? You got a lot of a lot of key players who 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 sings this guy praises. He's been involved in the NFL. He's got those connections. He's got that knowledge base. So hey, let's like anything in Carolina, let's give him a shot. Let's see where we go. Yeah, and, and I think I think you nailed it there. Is is you can't you can't you don't know. And, and, don't know and one more thing, one more thing. A relatively young guy. I think he's like forty two. Yeah, I think right. I love to yeah. see that. Right. Yeah, we, young. yeah. You know, yeah. let's see more young blood, just like Shane Beamer, more energy put into this program it's you know it's nice to see yeah and i think i think you really nailed it there to me it's unknown i can't sit here and say oh this is a horrible hire it's an unknown he's been an nfl guy most pretty much all of his career he's getting into the college game can he recruit that's obviously a very important thing with transitioning from the nfl to college is the recruiting process you know it's a lot different being an oc in the nfl than it is in college so, you know, what can he take from that and transition into to be a OC at the college level? Now, and that's one of the things Shane Bieber praised him on at the initial press conference was his recruiting ability the past two years as a tight ends coach for Arkansas. Uh, apparently, he, he had some key key signings attributed to him with Arkansas, and hopefully he brings that into already a stellar couple of years Beamer has under his belt at Carolina with recruiting. Yeah, and and I think too, and and I'm I'm not attacking Shane Beamer or the South Carolina program with what I'm about to say. I just want to give you a dose of reality. Shane Beamer, to me, in his press conference, jumped to the defensive when it wasn't necessary, and I think the media is on the offensive when it wasn't necessary. This is South Carolina. Just like they went out and hired Shane Beamer, it's not going out and hiring the big name. You're not going to get the big name. You've got to hire somebody, like our intern used to say, somebody that wants to be there. And that was Shane Beamer. He was not a hot name in the head coaching search, but he, at that time, and right now he hasn't proven otherwise, seems to be the right hire. And I think you have to trust him in that same capacity with this hire is South Carolina wasn't going to, he can say what he wants, but South Carolina was not going to bring in the big name as an OC. He wasn't going to do it, Absolutely. but he got somebody that he trust had a relationship with and talked to multiple. I mean, he went off on a laundry list of people that he had talked to 
about this guy before making the hire. So I think South Carolina fans just, you don't know. Don't tell me you do. You know, don't tell me it's a great hire. Don't tell me it's a bad hire. I think this is a complete unknown. Let's see what he could do. I mean, and this is important for Shane Beamer's career at South Carolina. This is a big, this is two years in, he's bringing in a new OC and let's see if he can make the right decision in these big, these big staff moves. Yeah. And I agree. He did come out very defensive in the, uh, in the, in the presser, uh, naming off the laundry list of coaches and players that he talked to and pointing out specific media members. I mean, he did, he did, but you know, I, it, it was built up though. I mean, three weeks in there was, or, or, or one week uh, ahead yeah, of it, there was it all kind yeah. of, yeah, yeah. all kind of pieces on Dow Loggins and why the question marks around him and why, why hire this guy. So I understand where he's coming from. Uh, I like to see Shane Beaver fired up good or bad. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I, I yeah, like, Hey, let's play. Let's that's go. what I say. I, I, it wasn't, I did, I wanted to make it clear because you know, some fans of schools may take it as an attack, but I'm not attacking. I'm just saying that, you know, I don't think with that hire that was necessary. And I don't think what the media did was necessary because it's an unknown. So therefore you have to trust that Shane Beamer's making the right decision and we'll see it play out. Uh, so that gets us over to talking about the big name, the hot name. You now we go right into Clemson, who got the biggest name out there with the Broyles Award winner for 2022 top assistant in college football, Garrett Riley. Obviously, a lot of Clemson fans, a lot of media members were really starting to target the Clemson offense. Um, and obviously that falls on Dabo Sweeney and Brandon Streeter as the OC, even though in year one. Uh, so they went out, got Garrett Riley from TCU, took a TCU offense that before he was there was 60, 65th in the nation in 2021. He got them up to ninth in 2022 in just one season. Uh, and he took Max Duggan, who was going to be the backup quarterback, and he made he got him to be a Heisman finalist. Uh, so, and then obviously great uh, resume from his time at SMU, great resume from his time at Appalachian State. Obviously, we know older brother Lincoln Riley. We talked about the coaching tree with Mike Leach, Lincoln Riley, Garrett Riley, both both branches of that that coaching tree of Mike Leach, and they really got their name from taking that air raid offense and saying, what can we do to, to incorporate the running game, a power running game? And that's when that offense really took off with Lincoln Riley. Now you've seen Garrett Riley. So I think it's a great move for Clemson, obviously. Surprising move. Uh, a lot of people didn't know if Dabo Sweeney would make the move, uh, but I think it was, it was the right time. And I think because he knew he could get Garrett Riley, I think that I think that may be more of why the change was made. I don't think if he wasn't going to get Garrett Riley, I don't think uh, I don't think Brandon Streeter is let go. So, so Austin, your thoughts on Garrett Riley becoming the new OC at Clemson? I mean, what a pickup, right? Yeah. Uh, Brandon Streeter, what one year in, right? One year in, been so, with the program since 2014. Been with the program, uh, but the OC for one year. Yeah, uh, and we talked about it. We we thought. We had questions throughout the season on his play calling, his um, 
lack of creativity. I mean, lack was... of creativity. Well, I mean, it, it fell in line with Marcus Satterfield, right? Yeah. Both, both of them. It, it, they kind of fell on the same, the same lines we saw, but you, you can't ask for a better OC coming in. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and obviously you don't know. Let's how forget long... about, let's forget about the national championship game. Yeah, he was out, man. Throw that. Yeah, throw I mean, that he was out. he was out, man. Maybe they could have done better. He was packing his bags. He was yeah. ready to get down to South Carolina. Yeah. Throw, yeah. throw that out the window. Yeah. Yeah. They um I mean, and it was interesting to hear, and I would still love to hear more of the story um of the, the whole process because it really I mean, how often in college football sports in general does something happen like this where nobody had a clue? I mean, this just broke out of nowhere. Brandon Streeter is let go. 30 minutes later, Garrett Riley is the new offensive coordinator. I mean, just nobody saw this happening. Uh, so I would love one day to hear more detail of that story. But obviously, Dabo Sweeney has a relationship with Lincoln Riley. Apparently, they're pretty close. So I know he leaned heavily on him uh, to discuss Garrett Riley's interest and uh, qualification for the job. I mean, this was – this was not a lateral move for Garrett Riley. Clemson, one of the elite programs in college football. Yes, he's taking an OC position, but he's now going to a team that's won two national championships in the last, what, five, six years. So, I mean, big move, great move um, for the Clemson Tigers. Obviously. What a high know, note after the end of the season. What's that? What a high note to end Oh yeah, 2022 on or begin 2023 on for Clemson Tigers after a disappointing yeah. 2022, right? Yeah, to have yeah. this happen. I mean, oh, yeah. you and, ask and, and you nailed it with the high note because there was not much excitement for next season because it was like, well, yeah, Cade Klubnick's going to be there, but do we trust the where the offense is right now? The excitement came from Carolina fans. I said, okay, here we go. All right. We, we see the decline. We see the downhill and now we're adding Garrett Riley and now, Oh man, what is this? So I'm not, I'm not excited as a Carolina fan on the hire, but 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 for uh, you, I know you're happy. Oh yeah. I'm truly, truly excited. But, um, so, but obviously here on the walk on water boys podcast, we'll talk sports. We'll really focus on college football. And like Austin said, you know, you're going to, you're going to hear a lot more discussion in depth discussion, uh, as we go here in season two, and uh, so that's going to bring us to the entertainment world. I know uh, we've talked, uh, Austin and I, in the conversations that we've had in the offseason. Uh, Full Swing, the documentary on Netflix uh, following the PGA and Out of Nowhere, the Live Tour. I mean, could they pick a better time to have, have a documentary following the, following the PGA? The, <laughs> last film, the film gods shine down. On yeah. this documentary. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they struck what gold a with that. Yeah, they struck gold with that one. Um, the Last of Us, obviously based on the the uh game of the year uh franchise. Uh The Last of Us, obviously The Last of Us 2, the sequel to it, made by Naughty Dog, who also made Austin's favorite uh video game series, the uh, oh the Uncharted series. <laughs> but The Last of Us, yeah, and I, I mean hear. as a fan of the video game, it's in my top five of video games of all time, The Last of Us, the first game. They they have been killing it with this series. A uh, huge fan of that, and then obviously no longer do we have Addison here, our Star Wars guru. But as we're recording this podcast, uh, this is the premiere date of the Mandalorian. Yeah, Season I guess three. you're gonna have to have have him come back on a bit. Uh, I'll watch it, but I'm obviously not a super nerd. Uh, 
so I don't have the the insight as Addison has. Yeah, Addison Addison knows his his Star Wars stuff. I mean, I, I the, the Mandalorian. I'm excited to watch uh, the new season. Uh, but obviously, yeah, well, I mean, Addison, they've worked out from what I understand, they've worked out some deals where he will make a few appearances here on the podcast, uh, but not a uh, full-time, full-time host, but if last the of money, us, I if think the money's maybe, right. What I heard the last of us, I think maybe three more episodes in the season and then uh, full swing, obviously Netflix, you can watch all the, the episodes right there. And then the Mandalorian uh, premiering this week. So, so I, I'm I'm looking forward to the Mandalorian. I mean, we watch it. I Pedro Pascal. It. I mean, the Pedro Last Pascal. of Us and the Mandalorian. I yeah, mean, look at that. Uh, absolutely. Right I, I didn't play The Last of Us. Never did. Um, mm-hmm. But I absolutely I have think loved. Like I have absolutely loved the series. Oh yeah, it has been great. I mean, I shed a tear in the what episode was it with the the. Every episode. Uh, oh, there's got to be no, an episode. No. Don't ruin anything because I don't know. No, how. no, yeah. But episode but, I mean, five. Episode I know three, what you're talking about. The brothers. Episode three. Yeah. Episode five. The brothers. No, the I'm brothers. talking about the love. Oh story. yeah, episode three. Oh, what yeah. a beautiful, what a beautiful, what a beautiful show. Yeah. Um, totally unexpected. Uh, but what a great show so far. And the full swing. Have you? I don't know what episode you're on with full I'm done. swing. I finished. Oh, are you? Last okay. Week, I think. So. I absolutely have loved it. Same guys that did the Formula One documentary. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched any of that one, but I've seen it. Oh, it's great. It's great. Mm-hmm. So you and I, we love golf. We mm-hmm. play golf. We are horrible at golf, but we love <laughs> it, right? And it's so yeah. great to see this side of things, uh, to see the personalities. I mean, golf, you get to see personalities, and it's terrific. Yeah. I, I, I got to say this, because <laughs> uh, maybe he listens to the podcast, maybe not. I don't know. But probably not. Um, this this series basically confirmed my thoughts on Brooks Kapka. Not a fan. <laughs> Agreed. Not a, agreed. Not a fan. I mean, then I watched it. And I was like, "Yep, don't like him." <laughs> I, my favorite part of the the Brooks uh, Kapka episode was the one where he's sitting there. He's like, uh, "I don't even know who won the Masters." Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's right. Yeah. (laughs) I I just got to the Joel Damon episode. And as you know, I love Joel Damon, Mm -hmm. right? He's like an everyman golfer. Yeah. That's a good, that's my favorite episode. Dude, him and Harry Higgs, right? Two two great guys who who I was exposed to through Barstool Sports and their uh, foreplay podcast, which is if if you're going to listen to another podcast and you're a golf fan or a fan of anything, Listen yeah. to the four play podcast is brilliant, but that's where I first heard Joel Damon, Harry Higgs. Love those guys. Uh, that's my absolute favorite episode. He's one of my favorite golfers. And then I love to see Jordan Spieth, obviously one of, one of my all time favorites. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like seeing like, how they discuss the Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth relationship. Cause I yeah. didn't realize they were that close. So yeah. that, that was interesting to, to watch it. It made, I haven't got to the DJ episode. Uh, so I know, I think that's coming up, right? But it's his personality pretty much is what I predicted. He's yeah, pretty, I think he's pretty, so. He's pretty boring. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think so. I liked seeing Ian Poulter cause Ian Poulter is the larger than life pants, oh, yeah. everything else, yeah, but it was, was cool to episode. see his, uh, it was cool to see his episode. His daughter, I think goes to Clemson. Yeah. It goes to Clemson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it, it was cool to see him in a different light. Cause I've never been a huge Ian Poulter fan. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had a, a run in with him, uh, mm. at Harbor town, one of the best, oh, oh, you, you know, go. but <laughs> I'll leave it at that, oh. you know, but, but it was cool seeing his episode. I enjoyed it. What a great documentary. 
it's on Netflix. Obviously, it's it's yeah. golf fan highly recommended. Oh, Sports man. fan highly recommended. I mean, it's, it's it is it is very very well done. All right. So the the last thing we want to talk about here before we get out of here for our premiere episode, March Madness. It is March, and the NCAA tournament right around the corner. Uh, unfortunately for Austin's Gamecocks. They're not in the mix for any postseason play this year. Clemson, however, is in the mix. Uh, are you um, kidding me? Aren't we number one? That, that's the women's college basketball. I'm just saying. That's uh, what I follow. Yes, that's what you follow. <laughs> as, right, a game, so, as a Gamecock fan. Yeah, as a Gamecock fan, that if you're going to follow basketball. one, that would be the one to follow. Yeah. Uh, we're we're, we're going to win you're it not all. aware of Gamecock fans, if you want to watch a basketball team for your school, don't watch the men's. Watch the women's. We're going to win it all. <laughs> Probably so. Probably so. Uh, but in the men's side, Clemson on the bubble currently. Uh, right now, uh, they're the third team in the first four out, can, according to Joe Lenardi. Tied for fourth in the ACC. Why does that matter? If they win this weekend, they get the double bye, which is huge uh, in the ACC tournament. But really what we're trying to get to here, uh, before we get out of here, really what we're trying to get to. <laughs> last year, we did the – make sure I say this right – TV series no longer on air. I believe yeah. that's what our bracket was. Yeah. Uh, 16 series. This year, we're topping it. We're going, taking it to another level. We've got a play-in game with our serial-themed bracket. Top, top serial. Uh, so we've got Austin put in eight. I put in eight. We've got a play-in matchup because I think one of ours may have been the same. Uh, so we each gave an extra one. So the way we're going to do this is uh, we're going to, this episode, we're going to give you the teams that are in the field and then give you the play-in matchup. We'll post the play-in matchup on my Twitter. That's at Clint Wow Podcast. And then Austin, who mans the Walk on Water Boys podcast Twitter, that's at Walk on Water Boys. He'll post it over there as well. Uh, the fan vote will determine one of the votes, and then Alston and I will each get a vote. The winner advances. So in the field already, this is this is just random. This is not Alston's first and mine first. This is just random. Uh, Tricks, Fruity Pebbles, Frosted Flakes, Lucky Charms, Fruit Loops, Reese's Puffs, Waffle Crisp. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Rice Krispie Treats, Banana Nut Crunch, Dunkin' Caramel Macchiato, Captain Crunch, I guess you'd call that original, Captain Crunch original, Captain Crunch yeah, Peanut so. Butter, Cocoa Pebbles, and Golden Grams. Those are your teams already in the field. Now, the play-in game. Again, on our Twitter over there, this is where the fans get to participate and get to vote. Our play-in matchup, is between kicks and apple jacks. Kicks and apple jacks is the play-in matchup, play-in game matchup. The winner of that will get to move on here at the Walk on Water Boys podcast in the in the all season leading up to college football. You're going to get two episodes a month, uh, so you're going to have two weeks to vote on this. The poll will go up Friday, the same time as the episode drops. Uh, so be sure to go vote on either both of those, my Twitter handle or Olson, uh, running the at walk on water boys, uh, Twitter, be sure to go over there and vote. And then when we come back, 
we will vote. We're going to vote on this episode. Um, but then next next episode, we'll know the results and get into the first round. Where else do you get this kind of hard-hitting sports coverage, pop culture, and breakfast food? I mean, sugar takes. salads, I mean, as I like to call them. Sugar salads. Culture sugar salads. That's, nice. what, that's what I like to call them. But so, play and matchup. Kicks versus Applejacks. We probably already know how we're going to vote, but Kicks versus Applejacks. Austin, go ahead and vote. Kicks versus Applejacks. Kicks is, I like Kicks. If you just want a plain, understated, simple Something cereal. Simple. Not too much sugar salad. Not just too much bit of sugar. sugar hey, just a little bit of kick to just it. A little bit, you yep. know? Just a little bit slip past your mom. Just a little, a little bit yeah. of sugar in that thing, right? Yep. Uh, right. Kicks aren't a bad idea. Yep. Funny story about Kicks. Uh, cousins in Myrtle Beach, you know them. When they were younger, we were over there, and uh, they wanted peanut butter, Cabbage Crush peanut butter. Didn't have any. Mm-hmm. Just had kicks. So, former co-host Addison to appease the other children, there? got the Jeff and started oh, paint, painting the painting the kicks with the peanut butter. Oh my uh, goodness! To, to, wow. It didn't work out. I'm going to surprise you here because Kicks is going up against Apple Jacks, which is um, a sneaky, a sneaky one. I, I like Apple Jacks. I'm going to go with Apple Jacks. Oh, there you go. Look at that. And yeah. so we still want the fans to vote. Uh, we still want the fans to be involved, but I'm going with Apple Jacks here. So we already move Apple Jacks into the, into the field of 16, but we still want to see where the fans lie on this. Do, does Apple Jacks get the clean sweep uh, 3-0 here in the play-in matchup? So we're excited to be back here at the Walk on Water Boys podcast premiere episode. Two weeks from now, you'll get episode two, uh, episode 36 in the Walk on Water Boys series. So uh, Austin, I know you're happy to be back. I'm happy to be back. Uh, we appreciate the, the listeners that's carrying over from season one, and we hope to have you back for the next episode. 